Welcome everyone to the third episode of Street Talk Podcast. No trends, no trash, just real life topics for you guys. So today we'll be discussing motivation, mindfulness and my particular story. To help me do that is my good friend from uni, Arif. He's got his own podcast channel on YouTube. It's called Mixed Berries. Go check that out please guys. Hope you enjoy guys. Stay tuned in. Now, I'm here with the legend. <laughs> now, they call him Mixed Berries. Now, I'm joking. What are you saying, bro? I'm good. I'm good, man. It's really nice to be on here, finally. I've been listening to all the episodes. I'm loving all of them. Now, I respect, man. But I'm not going to lie, for all those people out there that don't know, Arif started his podcast, Mixed Berries podcast. How long did you start it? How long ago was it? Um, I think it's been about two months. Two months after, yeah. But after about two months, right, of um, seeing yours, I thought, you know what, I need to, I need to make something. So I'm not gonna lie, your street talk podcast is, 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 you know, is from your inspiration. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, you're too kind, man. You're too kind, nah, man. This is all you, man. This is all you. I'm proud (laughs) of you as well. Nah, thank you, bro. Thank you. But um, I think this kind of uh, podcast is gonna be a little different from the other two um the other two podcasts that i did were you know topics that obviously need to be talked about 100 percent um i got a good a lot of good feedback from um both of them but a lot of people were also telling me like um why why don't i just do um a podcast you know related to kind of my story and how i got into it and you know arif is here one of my good friends from uni to kind of help me do that so i appreciate you coming on bro as well no 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 i appreciate you asking me man and especially for a topic this important and close to home as well i really do um appreciate you asking me to obviously talk it through with you as well but yeah i mean i want you to to start your story man i want you to start yeah man so let's go so um well, you start off with the question, bro. What do you want to know? What do yeah. you and the fans well, want to know? All right, you know what? So, for those of you that have Aaron on Instagram, he recently um, put out a story. Well, he asked a question on his Instagram stories, isn't that right? About um, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah, about what? What? What people would want to know about what Aaron has been through in his life, and I sent a few questions over. And obviously he answered it there and then, not knowing that I'm expecting him to answer it on this episode. But I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you again for everyone that's listening as well. What motivates you every day? What motivates me every day? I think it's just knowing that. Every, you mean every day in terms of in general, or do you yeah, feel yeah, in, no, in, in general? What, what makes you want to wake up and tackle the day, bro? I think it's. Like I describe it step by step here. I think it's when you tackle every minute of the day, you can tackle tackle every half an hour. When you tackle every half an hour, you can tackle every hour. Now, I'm not blessed with the best of mental health here, as you know. So for me, making it through the day just makes me think, all right, cool. I come, I made it through this day. Let's make it through the next day. And then let's see what positives I can make out of the day. It's just, I feel like by changing the mindset, yeah, and realizing that, all right, cool, you can get, no matter how small it is, you can always get a positive out of today. No matter how, like, 
crap you may feel, no matter how you know low you may feel, you can always get one positive out of the day. It just it's just your perception of it all. But to me, for me, motivation it doesn't come easy because I'm. People may think, oh, I'm naturally motivated. I'm not. I have to force myself to be motivated, and that what forces me myself to be motivated is having little things to, to look forward to. Do you know what I mean? So. You know, if you obviously, if you already know, and a lot of other people already know that, you know, I go to the gym a lot. Yeah. Um, go to the gym. You know, I try and interact with my family as best I can. Um, I, I you know, I try to do a bunch of different things, and yeah. I think what motivates me during the day, you know, and then when I help myself, I can help other people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so your your ethos is basically based around taking things one step at a time, bettering yourself, to then that being reflected with how you treat other people as well. Hundred percent wrong, and I feel I feel like that's how it should be because yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be. You know, everyone each to their own. But I feel like for a lot of people, especially myself, taking it step by step, getting positives out of each day taking it hour by hour, minute by minute, however you want to do it, and creating that self-discipline by creating that self-love for yourself. Do you know what I mean? So, like, mm. there'll be days where I don't feel like I want to go to the gym, but I need to do it because I know it'll make me feel better. And then when I feel better, I feel motivated. Do you know what I mean? Was, was the need to go to the gym one of the reasons why you felt down before? What what made you want to, to, to start going to the gym? Like, what was the deciding factor? What made you think, you know what, I actually need to start going to the gym? Like, were you overweight or...? Nah, nah, as, every, as you know, as many other people know, I was skinny, bro. I was very kind of skinny. Like, it, do you know what it is? A lot of people would say, yeah, that doesn't matter, doesn't matter. I know, but it was, I was very insecure about it. And... I was very much into sport. I was very much into my football. But there came a point where I stopped playing football and I really wanted to change the way I looked because um, I was just insecure and um, about it. And I felt like, well, right, I need to change this. And it became more like a lifestyle. And I realized it has more benefits to me than just lifting weights and getting bigger. And, mm. you know, it has huge uh, mental effects positively and I think the turning point for me was probably two years ago mm. so obviously I, well, I started going to the gym half-heartedly let's just say I was one of them geezers that went just to be like yeah I'll go to the gym put it on my skin snapchat I went to the gym but, but over time um, I saw I saw that gym is just not you know a lot of my friends were doing it and they were taking it very seriously. And I saw the dedication that they had. And I thought, you know what? Let me just go for it all out. Why not? And ever since then, I've, I've seen very good kind of um, results from it. Um, from that, I've created my mindset page mm. um, where it shows my kind of my journey from being very kind of slim build, uh, quite insecure. Um, and then obviously, you know, having, having the, having, I'd like to say a very like body that I've kind of wanted for a quite a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that, that's kind of that's kind of like you know on a broader scale. But when I talk about 
it's mental effects as well. It wasn't just the fact that, oh, I looked good, whatever. You can look good, you can do this, but if you're not, you know, um, if it's not benefiting you mentally, there's no point. So a lot of the gym does um, have a positive effect mentally. And a lot of my friends and a lot of the people I know. No, you're spot on. It is scientifically proven. Any type of physical exercise does release dopamine and endorphins in your body as well. So yeah. it gives you that feeling of being happy. It is like, it's almost like a drug, if anything. Uh, no, you're spawning in regards to that, but um, but being to the, I mean, you did mention this was two years ago. So in the space of two years, statistically, I mean, could you tell the listeners about if you've made any progress and what progress was made from when you started to now? Um, in terms of yeah. physically, um, yeah, bro. Like obviously, when I was um, <laughs> I was bench pressing. I was hardly bench pressing anything when I started. Um, I was just doing mainly machine work and mm. stuff like that. Compared to then and now, like, uh, like this is not me kind of, you know, boasting or anything, but I have come like far from it. And a lot of my friends would say so. Like, I'm able to push a lot more heavier. Yeah. Um, I'm able to kind of, it, it, I'm able to hit goals. Like now, when I started off gym, it wasn't there was no goal. It was just like I'm going to the gym for the sake of going to the gym now. I go because all right, cool. I feel good after once I hit that a certain amount of reps, a certain amount of weight. Okay, cool. I feel good. You know what I mean? I feel good that I completed it. What do um, those? What What does the weight you know, now look like compared to when you started? Like what, what? So, for example, bench pressing. I was benching about my max. I could do is sixty. Now my maximum bench press is one hundred kg. Oh, wow. So there's like a you know big difference. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, it, it's, it's it's showing that progression. I think seeing that progression for myself motivates me as well. Going back to the motivation part, um, uh, yeah. So a lot of the, in terms of the weight physically and stuff, I'm able to push a lot more, and then that motivates me. Yeah. Like a lot of other people around me, be like, oh, Aaron did it. Do you know what I mean? Like he was like a lot. I have people messaging me on Instagram from like back in school. They're like, yo, I remember you used to be really skinny. Like, how did you do it, man? Da, 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 this, that, and the other. And I'll just say, look, dedication. Just keep, just keep, just keep doing it. Find a purpose in what you're trying to achieve in the gym physically, and then you'll get there. You know, no, I, mean? I completely agree, and I, f- I find that really commendable. I'm not going to lie; I'm very proud of you in, reg- in that regards. And also, um, just to let people know that this is something that's taken two years, so it's not something that's happened overnight. This is this is commitment and consistency. Mm-hmm. 100% bro and it's all about doing anything you do you have to do it with 100% effort and you have to do it you, you you learn when you're doing it so for example a lot of my friends so two of my specific friends um, they um, started doing, doing a lot of gym work before me and they kind of showed me the ropes and they taught me how to train properly yeah. and from then I kind of just took the button and just ran with it, and you know they 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 showed me the rope. And kind of, I like that. Um, I like that little anecdote. Took the bat and that little That's a good one. <laughs> but, but yeah, I took, I took it, and um, yeah, like two years. It's, it's a long time, but just like anything, mm. bro. Like you have to work on it. Um, you can't go to the gym. You know, like every New Year, people are like oh go to the gym people go to the gym for about a month and be like yeah I can't be out oh, it's you know every I mean? new year's isn't it 
yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but at the end of the day, if like with my mindset page, if I'm able to show people, look, obviously with dedication, trust me, with hard work, yeah, like you you can literally you can do it. Honestly, you know what I mean. And yeah. even if I wouldn't say to people, well, go to the gym just because you can, you know, physically look better. No, it's a it has a highly mental beneficial thing for me. If this didn't have a high like high mental beneficial thing for me i wouldn't go to the gym i'll do something else so you would go to the gym um not just not solely but half the reason or possibly more leaning towards how you felt mentally yeah of course 100 percent. and a lot of my friends would say the same thing we all agreed um because at the end of the day it's more it's an outlet it's a place where you can just let's just say zone out concentrate on what you need to do and there's an element of mindfulness to it as well. what I mean by that is yeah like because when you're doing the reps when you're pushing the weight you're not concentrating on anything else you're concentrating on what you're doing because you have to um, yeah but yeah bro I, f- I feel like that's that's um, one of the main reasons what I want to also bring up obviously going back <laughs> speaking of patterns now, when we're talking about battles, you're talking about running. Wouldn't you say you going to the gym yeah. for your mental is you running away from something? And if you are running away from something, what are you running from? Oof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you twisted yeah. that one time. <laughs> Had to be done, man. Running away from... No, you know what it is? Like I said, bro, it's not necessarily I'm running away from anything. I think it's just about maintaining um, and creating a neutral ground for my mental health. So I used to play a lot of football and that helped me mentally, but now I replaced it with gym. And I wouldn't necessarily say I'm running from everything. Obviously, you know, gym has a big part to play in terms of maintaining my mental health and a lot of other people I know. But there's there's obviously when it comes to certain your own problems mm. and you have to deal with um you know there's been times where i've just gone off the pods go to the gym ignore it you know what i mean um but in terms of that bro i don't think there's an element of me running mm. away from well I, um, can you, <clears throat> problems or anything like that are you able to share any of the experiences like what what examples can you give of times where you felt like your mental health was at jeopardy? Yeah, so if if I'm if I'm so you know on my first episode I talked about mental yeah. health in the South Asia yeah. community. So the, re- the one of the main reasons why it was my first episode was because um the platform there cre- I created a platform because I knew it could relate to people and I knew that people coming from my my background and the lifestyle that I came from, people could relate to. And that podcast and that episode specifically came from a lot of the stuff that I went mm. through. And now back to your question. Yeah, like there's obviously my childhood growing up and it was like, it, it, was, it was rough. You know what I mean? It, there was a lot of um, stuff going on. Um, you know what I mean? But there was a lot of stuff going on at the time going through teenagers you know i've seen a lot i've seen a lot of things at a young age um you know 
So my my I think I was, yeah. I was but this is a random fact for you guys. I was born in Scotland. Um born in Scotland. Mum and my dad went and got divorced when I was one. Um between my mum and my dad there were like uh, five divorces between them both. Um so obviously I had a lot of step parents, this that and your van. I've got half sisters as well. But I don't say half sisters, I treat my sisters. So, you know, growing up it's just a bit rocky and stuff and I knew instantly that mentally I wasn't like all there, if that mm. makes sense. Not sounding too um you know, rigid in a way. Um and yeah, bro, like growing up like that, um, having a kind of wouldn't necessarily bro- broke a family because that was the norm to me, but to other people, um, that would seem that way. But yeah, just growing up, a bit confused, you know, lack of identity growing up. Um, you know, I didn't really have any male, let's just say, male role models, anything mm. in my life. Um, and then over time, when I really reached into adulthood, and I recognised these let's just say, issues that I had, I thought, you know, I need to rectify them. And then by creating the platform that I do, so the Street Talk podcast, the reason why I call it Street Talk podcast because I like to talk about real things and specifically to the mental health in the South Asian community, I felt like, you know what, if I've gone through all this in my early childhood, in my life, yeah, coming from a South Asian background, then I'm just like a, one person out of how many people and i just i just it needs to be a platform that needs to be spoke about definitely i think i think that is definitely something that needs to happen and it's it's slowly starting to happen if you're noticing there are there are changes nowadays um, that you wouldn't have noticed 10 years ago in regards to south age no 100 in regards to um yeah i I just wanted to um ask you so you obviously you have had quite in quotation marks, I could say traumatic past, obviously dependent on how you see it. Yeah. And you've also mentioned that the Street Talk podcast is um, a way for other South Asians or any other person that's gone through what you've gone through, something that they can relate to. So do you think that what you've gone through is a very common thing? Um, I feel like it is a very common thing, but I don't think it's talked about. You know, um, I'd say back in the day, because me and mom, growing up with a single parent majority majority of my life, it's not. It wasn't really taught. It wasn't really a thing back then. A lot of parents are still mm. together, but nowadays, when I reached into my teenagers, fifteen, sixteen, then you start to see more um, families go yeah. through it. But it was, it was, it wasn't really a thing back then, to be honest with you, bro. And but. Relaying it to your question, it is a very common thing, but like I said, it's not talked about. I guarantee if you go to most people's houses, right, and you freaking like you could do a you could do a series on the amount of stuff people's what people mm-hmm. are going through. You know what I mean? I'm just like one person out of many that have been going through this, and people like say to me, "Oh, bloody Aaron, you 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 know, your your like life was like a movie. You could put it in the series." And I say, "Look, listen, my life may have been like this, but." I know someone else has gone through worse than me or, you know, this, that and the other. So I'm not going to sit here and say, not necessarily feel sorry for myself, but, you know, create something that people can relate to so that people can be like, oh, bloody hell, yeah, there are other people. Great awareness. That stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
create awareness, bro. I know exactly. And I'm already, I look back at my life and think to myself, all right, two, there's one or two ways you can deal with it. When I was a teenager and I had no identity yet, and I was doing, like, hanging around the wrong crowd, doing, like, stupid stuff, I could see that I was just confused, kid. And there's a lot of people, a lot of people now, a lot of kids nowadays in that situation, and a lot of people my age doing that same stuff. And by doing this, creating that awareness, right, people don't have to be scared about oh, their family situation, their traumatic past or whatever they've been through. So that makes sense. Would you say it's healthy to talk about traumatic pasts or would you rather... It depends. It depends on the individual because me, I'm open to talking about it because obviously with the podcast and everything, you know, if I wasn't, I wouldn't be talking oh, about it. So I mean, um, but it depends on the individual. You know, you don't have to speak about it, but it's it's good to create an awareness for people to deal with their stuff. So if there's situations that they haven't necessarily mm. dealt with um, and it's affecting them currently, then there needs to be awareness and, and opportunities for them to, to, let's just say, you know, fix the issue or fix the problem. Because a lot of the time, people put, I like to use this analogy. Yeah, a lot of my friends use this analogy. They say they put a, a plaster on a like a massive cut. Mm. You know what I mean? And they keep doing it. They keep doing it. They keep doing it. They keep doing it. When really you just need to, you know, stitch that up here and wait, mm. let it heal. You know what I mean? That's a very good analogy. <laughs> and uh, that's actually very good. That's very interesting. <laughs> so you, I mean, what, what advice would you give to people that find it difficult to talk about things like this? Like, what's the first steps you can give to someone that's trying to find the courage to talk about something to express themselves I'll say to them you know, no matter who you are where you come from and that you can talk about anything in you could, you could no matter where you come from right you can you can achieve and you can do anything you want and the people that are too scared to do it right those people that those are the people that need the most kind of help and the most reassurance and the most opportunity to, like I said, deal with their problem, deal with their issue. I don't mind talking about my problems like that because it doesn't affect me as much. So it did today. You. It did other affect people you before not, until you've got used to it. You've got used to speaking about it. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Because growing up, bro, I've seen like mental abuse, physical abuse. I've been witness to all of that. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, it's going to take its toll. But when you come to a situation where you're able to mm. accept it, right, and you're able to come to a position where you think, all right, cool, that was my life, but there's nothing to be ashamed about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really, you know, I didn't ask for those situations. All I can do is control what I do now. And for those people who, who, who probably don't necessarily see that, they don't really see a way out, there needs to be an awareness, at least, to tell people, you know what, you can talk about these things. You can, and going through kind of relating it back to my kind of background and stuff, I felt like I couldn't talk to anyone at one point. My mom was stressed. She was the only one there really I could talk to, you know, and then I was just lost in my yeah. own little world. And then, you know, and I feel that, that I'm just one person out of many who felt like that. So, you know, by, by kind of creating the podcast, like I said, the mindset page, az.mindset, um, you know, I, I, I create that awareness. 
um, little by little. Obviously, I'm not going to try and like change the world, but if if I can show, if if one person can benefit from it, or or um, you know, one person can benefit, or you know, they start sharing it out, creating awareness, and you know, I'm happy one with small that. change can cause a massive difference. You know, it's it's good to it's good to think that way. It's not about whether you think you can solve the problem there and then. It's about whether you take the actions. You have the purpose. Definitely. Definitely. Um, but yeah, like, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Like, there's situations recently where um, I'm going to talk about now. Yeah. It's very personal to me. Um, so during the lockdown phase, um, it was very tough on everyone. Tough on you, tough on yeah, a lot definitely. of people. Wouldn't you agree? And especially for people with mental health. And I came to a point where the situation in lockdown and my, I was very, very anxious, and I couldn't understand why. Uh, and I was like, bad anxiety, horrendous anxiety. I was just there, like, like couldn't get out of bed. It was terrible. I was just there thinking, what's going on here? Mm. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I found out later on, um, i say about a month or two months later, um, I, like, I had OCD like severe OCD. Mm. So to those people who don't know what OCD is, it's not where you just tidy and you clean. It's a severe anxiety disorder where you're, you have like just, you're, you're kind of get invaded by like kind of intrusive thoughts. Um, you know, just all sorts. So I've been, you know, kind of been dealing with that um, as well. And, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, with me, I'm open to sharing stuff like that because probably people, you know, going through what I'm going through now and then there needs to be awareness from it. You know what I mean? But like I said, by creating the podcast, by creating this, that, and this, and my mindset page and doing what I'm doing, I can create that yeah. awareness. Do you know what I mean? How do, how um, do you, how do you yeah, cope bro, so with that's, that's, this diagnosis? Like, what, what got you out of that rut? Obviously, I still go through it every day, man. Um, it's it's a anxiety disorder, which is a lifetime thing. It's not, you know, that's just going to go away. But I'm working on kind of recovery. So I've got counselling. Um, you know, I've got a group of people who, um, you know, we all talk to who, who are suffering the same thing. And we just work, I'm working by it step by step. And, um, you know, it's just, it's hard, bro. It's challenging. But at the end of the day, no one else can sort it out, but besides me, in it really. Uh, you know, I really appreciate you opening up about that. It's not something easy to talk about. You know, these are these are things that people live with every single day of their lives, and they don't say a word about it. So it's really, really nice knowing that you yeah. can speak up about it. And to to those out there, I mean, you can guarantee anyone out there will have something that they're going through about or that they're facing, or they're not comfortable talking about or feel like they shouldn't be talking about because they think other people's problems are bigger than theirs but at the end of the day a problem is a problem whether it's big or small someone else's someone else's problem could be someone else's paper cut yeah but someone else's paper cut can be someone else's huge problem you just don't know yeah like it, that's, that's where awareness and being open minded 
is important. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the most aware person ever, right? Because I'm still learning. You're learning every day. But if I'm able to show people the basics of being aware, being mindful, and being able to openly express certain things, then, you know, it creates that that knock-on effect where more things can be exposed. Um, because, like I said, with that diagnosis with OCD, not, not, it's not a common thing that people know. Like, people just say, even I was like that before, like, I used to be like, oh, yeah, I'm so OCD. But then you don't realise, like, people actually suffer from real like, condition. Really bad, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's your real mm. condition, lifetime thing. And, um, you know, and I, I've got it. Loads of people that I know have got it. Um, you know, it's effect. It affects, affects me, that's affects kind everyone daily. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day... So I was just going to say, that's kind, that's kind of like when yeah, people apparently. say, you know, oh, this is depressing or I'm so depressed, but you don't know what depression is. Actually, you felt that you've gone through it, yeah. something like that. Do you know what I mean? Or you don't know, oh, I'm feeling a bit anxious. I'm a bit nervous. Nervous, being nervous and being anxious are two different things. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. And that's where the part of education needs to be needs to come in and dissociating healthy negative emotions between not so healthy negative emotions, um, and realizing that, you know, there's a spectrum of people that go through yeah. different things. Um you know, so but you know, laying it back to my whole situation, um, like that, like going through all these things from childhood to now, it's taught me a lot of things and you know, being able to kind of speak about it and do my mindset page and doing loads of different things. It's it's just creating that little awareness, that little step by step thing where it can be just 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 um, exposed you know what I mean I've got this uh, question to ask you in regards to um, I keep saying in regards to I need to stop saying that but <laughs> <laughs> English language number one you get me from town anyway <laughs> nah, so um, I did I did want to ask you with everything that you've gone through is is there anything that you would change if you could go back in time? Um, n- n- well, you know what? People would say, like I would say to myself, there are certain life choices I'd say I would like change, but then again, it wouldn't make a difference. Like it, it wouldn't. Like I wouldn't be where I am now. Do you know what I mean? I know that sounds yeah. kind of cliche thing to say, but you know, if if I didn't go through that particular situation, would I be able to create this podcast? Podcast, you know, would I be able to do all the gym I've been doing? Would I be able to, you know, do a lot of the things I've been doing? Um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say I would change it because a lot of the stuff I couldn't control. Um. But there was some stuff that I could control, but I wouldn't necessarily change it because that made me who I am. And I think a lot of other people would say no the regrets. same thing. Yeah, that's the way forward, man. You can't dwell on the past. Exactly, exactly. Don't get me wrong. You know, you, you, the past obviously subconsciously has an effect on you, but it's up to you what you do with your life now. Um, and, you know, 
everyone goes through um, particular situations. Mm. Um, you know, like you, myself, a lot of other people, but it's all about being able to take it, as I said before at the start, just a step at a time. You know what I mean? Of course, definitely. Well, thank you so much for having me on, Aaron. I'm not going to lie, this has been very eye-opening. I hope everyone that's listening, <laughs> I can actually take some things on board in regards to what's been said. I mean, with everything that Aaron's doing right now with this podcast and everything that he's talking about, you know, it's very brave and it's very risky as well. If you think about it, you, you know, you're starting a new podcast and the first things you talk about are deep topics. I really appreciate that. You know, there aren't many people that would be able to have the guts to be able to talk about things like that without just following, following trends. No, and I'll read it. I, yeah. I do commend it. So everyone that's listening, just please support it, share it, like it. Aaron's been doing a phenomenal job and I do appreciate you letting me come on and uh, be a part of this special episode, let's call it. <laughs>